Welcome back to the Apple Cider Girls podcast. My name is Lauren. Hello, hello. I'm Beatrice. And it's 8.42 p.m. on Sunday night, everyone. <laughs> we're, we're running behind schedule. We've tried to record. If you didn't know, our, podcast, our episodes usually come out on Mondays. Monday mornings, bright and early. And we, we tried. We tried to record on Friday. And we this recorded. This is take two. And it was trash. And so we have a whole new idea. I wouldn't say it's trash, but it wasn't it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was, oh, oh, I was thinking earlier, I was like, it would be kind of funny if, like, at the end of, like, our first season, like, if we, like, if our we. Our first season? Yeah. Okay, when I post these, they're like, what season and what episode? Oh, all right. But I thought that it would be funny if we did, like, like, deleted scenes, or, like, mm. like, funny things from different things that we cut that we thought would be, like, funny to get. And we could just like do a compilation, but anyway. Okay, that that could be funny. We'll see. We'll see how. We'll see where our life takes us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just didn't go well. So here we are on a Sunday night, and it it'll be good. I think. I don't know. Do you do you have any updates for the listeners, Beatrice? Um, well, in terms of this, has just been a busy week. Like very very busy. Mm-hmm very chaotic first week of march done crazy that um let me think yeah i just remembered well, i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> okay time is just weird time is weird um for me i don't have any i don't have any big updates i had a good weekend a happy weekend i've just been running around the city just staying up really late every night just really going wild you know what i mean we're just we're just um as one might say city gals yeah, one might say that. Really, only we would say that. But <laughs> one as in that. us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's about all we have for the intro today. Honestly, we're really exhausted. <laughs> yeah. The weekend really took a lot off of us. We're both so tired. Oh, my gosh. Well, hopefully it gives us a good vibe for the episode. Okay, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Do you want to explain what we're doing today? Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I'd be happy to. <laughs> I feel like that's usually your thing. It is, but I don't really okay. know. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so um, we decided that we we like having a little bit more of a structure in our game plan. So today we're going over kind of personality tests, specifically the um, love languages, our own love languages and love language in general and also the Enneagram test, which in case you don't know is like, there's personality types assigned to numbers one through nine. And yeah, it's very, it kind of became, it was kind of a thing at the very, very beginning of quarantine, I would say, I feel like. Why aren't you laughing at me? Well, I, I was trying <laughs> to like, cause the listeners would just be confused. And I, I feel like I'm pretty proud of myself for being, keeping a serious. <laughs> okay to explain Lauren was just counting um one through nine on her fingers and waving her hands around and I kept a straight voice straight face through that entire thing so I'm pretty proud of myself and that's how you know Lauren has hit her bedtime (laughs) I'm sorry I'll stop um but yeah, that was a good explanation. If I'm being completely honest, I was not listening. Yeah, I know, because you're focused <laughs> on your counting. No, but I, I, I trust you to lead us through this. <laughs> oh my gosh, thanks. 
Okay, so where where are we starting? Okay, um, well, I guess we're gonna talk about love languages first. Okay, so this is I'm I'm taking the reins on the love language. So, um, this is a test that I've taken. It's the most recent type of personality personality test I've taken, but it kind of um basically oh shoot I don't remember his name but Doctor oh yeah something he um wait I got it Gary Chapman. Oh, okay, Dr. Gary Chapman, he wrote a book called The Five Languages or something, and he details about how everyone expresses and receives love in a different way, and they fall generally under five different types, which are quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, and gift giving. Um, and so basically, like, He's, he was kind of putting in an aspect that it's good to know in a relationship, like your partners and your own love language, just so that like, there wouldn't be a confusion of like, oh, they don't love me because they're not doing like gift giving, perhaps if that was your love language, if like they're not giving you gifts, oh, they don't like me, but it, but maybe your partner's love language is like, I don't know, just quality time, spending time with each other, so. But also, I think it's important or I think it can be applicable to just any relationship in your life. Yeah, yeah. I, I That's why he also, if you go onto the website, like five, lang- five love languages tests, there's different types. It's like married, single, teenager. Like I honestly, I don't really know why th- there are different questions and how it would be different, but it's kind of like, well, I feel like a relationship it can apply to. Yeah, I feel like it probably is different. Like, I feel like you probably are different, like in like I don't know I like the mindset yeah because like I don't really really ever want anyone to touch me and like I don't want to hug really from anyone ever but like maybe I'll want to hug my husband but probably not (laughs) (laughs) you never know really though we'll put a pin in that one (laughs) but yeah I think it's I think it's been really interesting I think it has opened my eyes like especially with like my sister because we have really opposite love languages um and like in friendships, it's kind of just really interesting to see how someone might like perceive love and also like express it to someone else. I think it's good to know. For sure. But, um, yeah. Well, we we wanted to talk about ours because for some reason, Beatrice and I have had this discussion before, but we don't remember each other's. Yeah. And mine has also, I have a shocking revelation <laughs> that I must share. That I think Wait, is really don't, going to don't, Are you going to tell them? Are you going to tell them what it is? Because weren't we going to guess each other? Yeah, we're going to guess for, I mean, I'm going to tell them at some point. I'm okay, just going to yeah. leave them hanging. Oh, yeah. No, but no, sure. yeah. Okay, wait. I want to guess yours first. Okay. Are you going to guess like the percentages too? No. Okay. Because that's that's insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to guess the order though? Um. Let, let me just guess the first one and we'll go from there. I think okay. that your top one shoot I don't uh, I struggle okay I think that your top one is quality time yeah okay I think that your second one is words of affirmation yeah (laughs) okay I think that your third one is physical touch Mm -mm. no okay acts of service no receiving gifts yeah Okay, then acts of service, then physical touch? 
No way. Okay, physical touch acts of service. I that's actually am zero. I'm zero percent acts of service. That's really surprising to me. You know what it is? I realize it's because I think I like to be in control of my own things. That like if someone does something for me, I like. It's not that I don't like it, but it's just like it's not something I deem necessary. Mm-hmm. I understand. I that. like to, I like to have like control over my own my own stuff. Yeah. No, I get that for sure. Wow. Okay. Well, do you want to yeah. guess mine now or do we want to, how do we want to talk about them? Okay. Wait, I want to guess yours. Okay. But I don't know if I should guess your original one. Or- guess what you think it was originally. Okay. Here for, for some context, I have always thought that mine was, well, when I took the quiz. Wait, probably, don't say what it is though. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, okay. When I took the quiz probably a year and a half ago, it was this one and it made so much sense to me that, that it was this one. And now, okay, my top one is a 37% and my second one is a 33%. So it's not that That was how off. mine was. That's how mine yeah. was also. And the second and the second one is is the one that I thought it was, if that makes sense. Like one has overtaken it now, but it's still oh, second. Okay. So it's not that far off. And so it still means a lot to me. But the one that's the one that's the most is just really confusing to me because it's just it's not how I envisioned myself. But the more I think about it, maybe it's true. But I want you to guess. Wait, I'm like scared. Wait, it's not how you envision yourself? It doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but the more I think about it, the more sense it makes. It's not that insane. Like, I'm making it sound like it's, like, literally... Well, the thing is, I feel like you've kind of fit into all of them. Okay. (laughs) Um, um, None of them are zero, if that helps. Okay. Is... Is it quality time? For which which one are you guessing? Number one? For your your original one? Like, original-original? Yeah. No. Is that what you're one now? Yes. Now called is your second one words of affirmation? Yeah, and that was always what I was. And then um is after that the next two are tied. Next two are tied. Acts of service and um gift giving. Yeah. And then physical wow, Lauren, we're like we have the same same. percentages for time and I think that that makes sense. Guys, we've cracked the code as to why Lauren and I are friends. We have the same love language. No, but actually, because the more I thought about it, the more I was like, it's because we we love writing each other letters. We know exactly what the other one wants because it's literally the way that we feel the most love. Yeah. And we just, that's why we spend so much time on the phone with each other. No, literally, because it's quality. We love each other so much. We're always just on the phone with each other. That's, okay, so the more I thought, because the, the reason why I was confused about quality time is because not that I, I, I would have thought that it was probably like number three for me. Yeah. I would have thought that acts of service and words of affirmation were above, but. Oh, really? Yeah, because, well, I always thought words of affirmation because I, in my mind, the way I feel most loved is like, if, if like, if people, like in friendships, for example, like if people were to like write me a letter, like, or if like someone just sent me a text saying like that they were grateful for our friendship or something like that. Oh, Yeah then that like means a lot to me but me too yeah but I mean words of affirmation is still high so that does still mean a lot to me but quality time makes sense to me now because like the more I thought about it it's like I'm on the phone with you all the time like I like to like call my parents and like I like spending time with my friends the reason why I was confused about it is because I just like love to be alone a lot of the time so I was like Mm -hmm. how do I feel most loved when I'm like around like spending time with others I see I think the, the key is the quality like I really like spending quality time with people like I don't like spending a ton of time oh yes but I like when like the time means a lot you know what I mean I was when I was reading about it also there was a good 
there was a good um thing I read that had like the specifics of it. But also I'm trying to I'm trying to find my, my specific breakup bugging me. But yeah. Wow, that's like crazy. 37 and 33, because that's my exact one too. That's actually really funny to me. Like it makes actually a lot of sense. And I think that is really actually how we're how we're like what we have in common. Yeah. No, okay. I was oh wait, 30. I was 37 quality time, 33 words of affirmation, 20% um, gift giving, 10% physical touch, and 0% active service. Yeah. You know what? I'm reading the little blurb about quality time now, and it says, like, distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. I feel like I always say that your greatest quality, like, in a friendship is, like, your ability to listen. Yeah. And I think that's probably why I feel that way. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. This is so interesting to me. I, I literally, I thought, We've cracked like, the I, I, have I, I would have assumed that you were words of affirmation because also you love writing letters to people and like you give your, you give you, like how you appreciate. Like, I think that's, like, I don't know if there's a quiz to show how you show love. I think most. it's similar. No, I think it's like related, but at the same time, it's like, I think I show, I show love for sure through words of affirmation because I love like writing people letters. I love like just sending people like random texts telling them how like I'm grateful uh-huh. for them. Like I love, like I actually, le- I don't know because remember when we were doing the the episode and I was, we were talking about like compliment, like receiving compliments. Yeah. And I was saying I struggle to receive compliments. So that was why then my whole life was also just questioned because I was like, how can oh. I receive compliments but I love words of affirmation? I think it's just different. It's not just like maybe you receive quality time, but you give words of affirmation. Maybe, but I also I do like. You also love like a good affirmation because I mean that's why they're like pretty even. Yeah, no, for sure. My gosh, guys! Yesterday, Lauren, when she took this quiz, her (laughs) ace like fell. She it seems like well, she was saying her whole life felt like a lie, and. It seems as if like her entire world turned upside down just from this one like part. I think that my reaction made it look like physical touch was now my like number one. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. Based on, yeah. he was like, this is not at all what I expected. Like, this does not make sense. And I, I was like, oh, he's like physical touch because you hate hugs, but it's weirdly your number one. You know what's weird? Physical touch is now 3%, which makes a lot of sense because I am becoming a little bit of a hugger. Just a little bit. Oh, wait, was it one? Wait, was it zero percent before? Oh, for sure. Like Beatrice, I the thought of anyone like I didn't even like to hug my parents. Like I don't like hugs. Now it's three percent. Wait, that's actually really weird that it just went up by just like that little bit. No, but I'm telling you, I am. I like I. I don't mind if people like someone like someone like put well, their yeah, you were on my shoulder, their- gave me like a shoulder squeeze the other day, and I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Usually, I would literally give them a death stare. Someone gave you a shoulder squeeze. Yeah, it was like a, you know, a shoulder squeeze. Just like a... I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> it was like, just like a, it, it wasn't weird. <laughs> it wasn't a stranger. Okay, yeah, no, I, I mean, I would hope it wasn't a stranger. <laughs> Especially in terms of love language. <laughs> it was like a, a like a sh- like a shoulder shake. <laughs> it's worse. I think that's worse than a squeeze. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to explain it without explaining the specific situation. <laughs> okay, but I don't think 
I don't. <laughs> well, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to imagine, would you prefer a shoulder squeeze to like a hug? No, I love hugs now. <laughs> would you go as far to say you love hugs? No. Okay. Like, for the most part, <laughs> I don't want to hug people, but I, I've realized that I do want hugs from people that I love. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get and that. I don't, I don't mind as much now whenever someone like tries, like just tries to hug me. Like I used to just be like, get away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But now, now I'm willing. I'm open. I always ask, to I always ask Lauren, can I hug you? <laughs> That's so sad. It's actually, actually sad. no, actually no. Sometimes, especially I think because of like quarantine, when we, I would drive up to your house or you drive up to my house, we would get out of the car and hug each other. Like it was just like, yeah it's been so long yeah it that's the thing and especially if it's been a long time I'm more than willing to hug someone in fact I probably want to hug no what was the clause you said you said this a few episodes ago I think if it's like a month oh yeah if if I if if I've seen you within the past month there's probably like not really a reason for me to give you a hug but if it's been over a month since we've seen each other I'm happy to hug you no I'm pretty sure it's not that there are you it's not that there wouldn't be a reason is that you explicitly said do not hug me <laughs> yeah don't hug me <laughs> I just don't see the need it's like I've already seen yeah. you <laughs> within the month but like the problem is some people like I I don't want to be this way because some people if for example it could be their, it could be their love language like my mom and my sister their love language is physical touch really yes and so when I just like refuse to hug them like for for a long time they hate you they get upset like you hate them Kristen specifically Kristen just thinks I hate her in general a lot of the time yeah because Kristen's is physical touch and quality time two things that I struggle (laughs) to do with her shout out to Kristen (laughs) it's just it's a rough one there but yeah I what else can we say about these how do you wait well I improve oh oh, improve what (laughs) How do you think that you, or how do you think that I can improve showing you quality time? I actually do that. I call you at all times. Of the no, day, so Lauren, I don't think that there could be any other way that we could express like our love for each other. I think we're already, I think we're already doing the most. I'm not. No, you're right. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> no. Okay. The thing is, I'm curious as to, we kind of went into this, but I'm curious as to like how you think, especially in like specific relationships, how like love language differences come into play. Well, I guess you already touched on that with like Chris and your mom, but yeah. I think also in the way that you, not only in how you receive love, but also in how you show it. Mm -hmm. I think that I, I think that since I'm like a words of affirmation person, I think that sometimes like, in some friendships if like their their love language is not words of affirmation it doesn't like mean as much yeah when I like send a letter or or they just don't it's not that it doesn't mean as much it makes them like more uncomfortable almost to receive it's almost like the compliment thing like if I were to send well okay the thing is also on that I've been thinking I don't think necessarily words of compliments fall under words of affirmation like to me I don't I agree not a words of affirmation yeah me it's like more of like affirming like the like the bond between the person not just like like oh like you look good today stuff like that because that can make me feel uncomfortable but like Mm -hmm. like it's just like oh you're such a great friend like things like that like I think yeah 
I think that technically it is. I think it's just based on, I think it different. It's like based on what you care most about as a person. I think that's what it yeah. differs. Like if you care a lot about your appearance, which like not in a, I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Like, yeah. I just mean, then like, I think that like a compliment on your outfit or like how you look would like yeah. mean a lot more to you. Whereas I think for me, like just knowing, like what's important to me is like knowing that I'm, like being a good friend or that I'm like I don't know being the best daughter sister friend employee student roommate it's like it it, it won't ever end it won't ever end so cool um as I was saying being a good friend or just like any, anything anything about like my my character I guess like I just care that people like oh yeah appreciate yeah my character I guess so that like uh, words of affirmation like regarding those things would I think mean more to me that's a good point do you think I don't know actually how do I how do you think that I like give off love more I don't know what I do I do more I feel like I do more quality time than words of affirmation yeah I think your quality time because you this goes like being like being such a good listener like you yeah you devote like all of your attention to like yeah the person whenever you're spending time with them and like you want that time to like be meaningful words of affirmation you also do that like you'll you like you'll you'll like send you know you'll like write me letters and like send me random text yeah letters, but I think quality time is definitely like more what you just yeah I think often. that I think that like empathy and stuff like that falls more under mm-hmm. quality time yeah I agree I think time makes in my mind makes like a lot of sense for you yeah I feel like you were I would have thought you were a words of affirmation girl actually yeah I think I could I don't know they're so close in percentage it's hard to say it's basically tied yeah yeah I think that I still honestly I still would like identify more with words of affirmation just based on like how I view yourself myself like I don't know how I answered well and I also I also think that probably I like maybe like subconsciously like being in quarantine and like virtual stuff has also changed that's true actually like for the quality time thing because Mm -hmm. I do like I miss I think like in the past I haven't missed like spending time with I just like I, I I just love to be alone so much that like it's it's hard for me to imagine like really wanting to spend time with people like I I don't know how to put that like in a nicer way but I just like really don't mind being alone so I yeah but I think it may be like a result of just like not seeing a lot of my friends for so long or just I don't know like there's like long times in between like when some of my friends and I talk then yeah it makes me like want to spend time with them more maybe yeah honestly the most confusing love language to me is acts of service like like, I think I think it's honestly because I I, like it makes sense to me that I'm zero percent on that just because I feel like I don't in any way identify or I really just kind of don't understand it I was trying to think actually of a way because mine's 13 percent, which isn't nothing like clearly it mm-hmm. means something to me so I was trying to think of and it's tied with receiving gifts so like it's technically number three and I was trying to think of like ways in my life in like specific relationships or anything that I would appreciate access service or I would show access service and I kind of couldn't no, okay, actually, I just thought of one for access service. I feel like some, I feel like, honestly, like, I don't know if this would come under quality time, but, like, whenever you would, like, come to my house with, like, a chai, 
latte I feel like that's more of an act of service like if you like you knew like I had like a hard week or if like I just went through something or you you give me like a little chocolate bar or something I feel like that's or is that gift <laughs> is that gift giving yeah I was gonna say it's gift giving but also I was laughing because we just said and you would give me a little chocolate bar it sounded like you were like a dog that I was rewarding I was like a, a little child <laughs> No, I do. I do. I am a gift giver sometimes. Like I do like to like, yeah, if I know like a friend has had a hard week or something, I'll like bring them coffee or something. But I think I don't see that as an act of service. I see that more as a gift. Actually. Yeah. I actually love receiving gifts. Yeah. No, I, 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 that would have been my, a second guess for me. You do like gifts. You're, you also are, you're a really good gift giver. I feel like I am bad though. And oh. in that, like, I feel like late I think like especially just because like of embroidery and stuff it's been more creative and like allowed me to do more stuff but like I would hate like spending money honestly on things mm-hmm. so like I would hate that part of gift giving but I think now that like I can like make things to give people I like love that yeah so I don't know I was trying to think of like but again back to acts of service I'm trying to think of an act of service and I think Cause I'm with you where like, if, if, for example, like if my roommate did like cleaned the apartment or something, I would be like, thank you. But I wouldn't feel like more loved by her because it would kind of yeah. honestly bring me a little bit of stress because stress be like, like, oh, now you need to do something or well, she's like Mad. that. And like, and I'm so like particular about cleaning. Like I kind of want to do it myself to make sure it's oh, done. Oh Yeah. So like I don't I'm trying to that's, think of like, no okay but at the same time that's like yeah. that's why I'm not acts of service because yeah. if I have like if I have a lot on my plate and someone could like oh get something for me I feel like I feel like it it interferes with my need to like check things off of my list to feel accomplished yeah like I have a to-do list and whenever I check things off I feel accomplished and I feel like if someone offers to do something like from that list for me I feel more stressed out because I feel like I'm honestly failing if I'm not able to do all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I think I relate to that a little bit. So really, I think that gifts should be higher than access service me, but they're most- What's your gifts right now? 10%? 13. They're both 13. Oh, 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 I see. I'm just like confused as to how access service got any. Maybe I just clicked acts of service above physical touch every time and then it just went up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, That's is physical touch any, like- uh, in like a non like relationship context is there is it anything besides like like a hug uh, like how else would like people show physical touch just like I think would like physical closeness also just like sitting next to someone oh my god yeah get away from me <laughs> yeah okay yeah I I hate I hate that I actually hate it I, I think I'm gonna be like, and I I think it's actually because I like hugs yeah I understand. I, I'm, I'm, I also like hugs now, so I relate to that, but any other kind of, it's like, there's no, and, like, and I like holding hands, like, with, like, my mom or sister. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I've never related to anything less. I, <laughs> I don't want anyone touching my hand, really, ever. Because your hand is so small. My hand is tiny, and it's just, like, ugh, it'll be, away. like, swollen. So many germs, like, but also, I, if, if okay, like, this is like really weird actually side note the thing that I like also about like holding hand like okay actually no I'm like very much this is actually where we're different because I like when there's like pressure on 
funny. Beatrice, what the heck? <laughs> like, I like tight hugs. Like, okay. it's kind of like a heavy blanket. And so I think that, like, like if, like, Miranda is, like, holding my hand when we're walking, it's, like, a little, like, like comforting. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to, <laughs> to the Enneagrams. <laughs> okay. The Enneagrams are my personal favorite personality test kind of thing. Like, I just really relate to my Enneagram. So, basically, there's nine enneagrams and they each represent well okay okay no no, no. i just i just i i feel but just the part we were talking about it yesterday and how you were like i would just relate to mine so much like i i feel like enneagram is like the most correct and i was like well i feel like 60 personalities i relate to mine but just like the fact that you relate more to like your Enneagram. You're like, Enneagram's the one. It's like, it's like the ultimate personality test. I mean, yeah. I remember that. I mean, That's how I am. Yeah, we, we did. We were, Vitress and I were talking about how I, um, I thought that I was open-minded. Or I thought <laughs> I had become more open-minded, like just to other opinions. And I realized that I'm really not. And I need to like really work on that. Cause I'll just say, I'll be like, I'll be like, <laughs> That's, I'll be like, I understand why you could have that opinion, but it's not correct. I understand why you might feel that way, but you're wrong. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, so I need to stop doing that. That seems really rude. <laughs> she only says it really with like, with people, like not like strangers. So it's fine. Oh yeah, no. And like in general life, I feel as though I've become more open-minded. I think it, it's like, just, it, it's mainly if someone tries it's to like dispute about me on Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift, it's like, what do you yeah. expect from me? I have to defend her. So anyway, okay, well, also Beatrice has become friends with someone that doesn't like Taylor Swift like at all, and it's like, what happened there? Okay, no, but I, I have friends already from high school that aren't big Swifties anyway. Okay, okay, okay. we can move on. Okay, so the Enneagram- <laughs> She's like sick to her stomach. <laughs> it just like doesn't make, I, I don't, I can't understand it. You I don't understand, understand why can... my, they might think that way, but they're wrong. No, but I don't even understand why they might think that way. I was just saying that's be nice. Okay, basically, <laughs> basically, the Enneagram, back to the Enneagrams. Yes. Back to the Enneagrams. Okay, the Enneagrams. <laughs> you know what's past 9 p.m. when? <laughs> okay, the Enneagrams are nine. Oh my God, I can't even speak. Okay, I can, I can, I can speak. Okay, so the Enneagrams are nine. You can't speak stop okay the enneagrams are nine personality wheels of cheese no 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 i didn't mean that <laughs> no 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 not wheels of cheese they're they're wedges out of one cheese wheel why you can't say that why why are you bringing cheese into this? Because I'm imagining a triangular cheese wedge from to mouse. <laughs> okay, so then there's nine of them and each one has a different label and different personality traits. It's basically just nine personality traits that everyone fits into, is that correct? Yeah, and I think I already described that at the beginning, so it's okay. But thank you for elaborating it with your cheese wheel metaphor. Hey, I can't think. You can't think. 
Stop. Okay. I'm recollecting my thoughts. I can think. I am not in a This is such a one. <laughs> Beatrice, I actually think that I'm, I'm fading quickly. I don't know if I can do this. No, come on. Get okay. it together, Lauren. Okay. <laughs> sit up, sit up. Get I'm, up. Awake. I'm awake. Okay, I'm going to jump around. Okay, type one. Do we, listen to Taylor, do we need to listen to Taylor Swift for like a... No, I can do this. I can power through. It's only 9.17 p.m. and I can do this. Okay, type Wages one. turned to each other. No, that's not... No, no. Okay, let me say the let me say the types. Let me say the types. Okay, type one, the perfectionist. Type two. Oh well, okay, wait, this is wrong. Type one is the reformer. Why does it say the perfectionist? Okay. No, it, it also is the perfectionist. Okay, it's the perfectionist or the reformer. I like to say the reform. I'm a type I like to one. say the I like to say the perfectionist. I think it's very perfectionist of you to be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it could be perfectionist, but it's also reformer, and reformer is more more correct, if you ask me. Okay, type two is- I understand why you might think that. Okay. That's incorrect. Can I just get through the types? Yeah. Okay, type two is the giver. <laughs> type three- Or the helper. Or the helper. Well, what is this list? It's wrong. <laughs> what list are you going off of? I, I don't know. Truity.com. Okay. No, the wrong one. Oh, shoot. Um, what do I do now? No, okay. You do it. <laughs> oh okay, here. Oh, I'll sing to the people while you find it. Okay. I found it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. You don't get a live concert from me. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. One, oh. the reformer. Are you okay? Do you want to sing? I think that I might cry. <laughs> okay, do, do a little interjection of a song. Oh no, not from that. From what then? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The nine Enneagram type descriptions. One, the reformer. Two, the helper. Three, the achiever. Four, the individualist. Five, the investigator. Whoa, Six. whoa, whoa. The investigator. Is that you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> to all the boys joke. <laughs> it's, oh my God. Okay, keep going. Sorry. I don't know why I said that. Okay. Six, the loyalist. Seven, the enthusiast. Eight, the challenger. And nine, the peacemaker. Honestly, guys, this is actually exciting because I feel like this is the state where Lauren and I have most of our calls. And so you're getting like a real peek into our like natural state. I I'm nervous. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> she has no control over her body. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, did you want to, do you want me to send you this link so you can talk more about each of them or? No, I think we can just talk about ours. I don't care about the rest that much. Okay. I'm just so kidding. I'm just kidding. I care about all people and I care about all the Enneagrams. <laughs> because just in case you missed it, the Enneagram is the most correct personality test according to Lauren. It is. It makes the most according sense to Lauren. in terms of life lived. Okay. Yeah, because if we go through all of them, that's going to be just long and boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, guys? DM us. It's time for our uh, weekly plug. 
Our Instagram is at Apple Cider Girls. DM us your Enneagram types. We're very interested. Have we said anything actually in the last 10 minutes? <laughs> like, I think we've said actually nothing of substance. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. I don't know. Uh, last, no, we were, we were still on love languages 10 minutes ago. Were we? But we were wrapping it up. Okay, let's, <laughs> no. let's get into it. I'm going to talk about, okay, I am a type one. Beatrice is a? I'm a type two. Okay, so we're going to talk about ours, and we're going to talk about how they manifest in our lives and in our friendship with each other. Okay? Okay. So, that was a reference to the fault in our stars. (laughs) (laughs) Type ones. Ones are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong can I actually can I tell you I'm already gonna tweet I'm sorry yes speaking of the fall our stars there was a tweet (laughs) was like the one thing John Green taught me is that all girls die oh my god (laughs) that's dark oh I don't like that I know I'm a girl I know but I am gonna die at some point so he's not wrong Mm mm-hmm Hopefully not from Definitely. cancer, though. God willing. <laughs> okay, let me get through this. Let me get through this. Okay, okay. Ones are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change. That sounds, that makes me sound pretty cool but I don't know about that okay always striving to improve things but afraid of making a mistake well organized orderly and fastidious they try to maintain they try to maintain high standards but can slip into being critical and perfectionistic they typically have problems with resentment and impatience (laughs) (laughs) at their best they are wise discerning realistic and noble they can be morally heroic you hear that I'm a hero whoa 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 whoa. okay so then the basic fear is of being corrupt or evil or defective their basic desire is to be good to have integrity and to be balanced um and their key motivations they want to be right to strive higher and improve everything to be consistent with their ideals to justify themselves to be beyond criticism so as not to be condemned by anyone now, if you know me, you might be thinking to yourself, was that just a description of Lauren Stewart? And you would be correct. It is. <laughs> okay, I also think, uh, I think, okay, so another thing to say is, so Enneagrams, they also, um, since they, they acknowledge that personnel are different types, they can kind of blend in with their adjacent types. So that's called a wing. So there's like a one wing two or one wing nine. Which one, would, which one are you, Lauren? You know, I thought I was a one wing two for forever. So that's the one I'm going to go with. But it's labeled as the advocate on here. And then one wing nine is the idealist, which in my mind, like the idealist sounds more like me. But yeah, the advocate, I so maybe. Too. I don't know. I'm like an advocate of what? <laughs> no. Oh, um, morality. Honestly, yeah. So, okay, this is the thing. So the bait, the, like, the, basis of a type one is just like being obsessed with morality is really what it boils down to like just being obsessed with like uh, like high standards and perfection and like just being good and like Mm -hmm. trying to do good like in whatever their eyes good is 
and like a fear of being like not good <laughs> so I, Which I think I think that honestly this definitely connects with what you were saying earlier about words of affirmation how you like um or oh. you feel like love when people acknowledge like your character and your good character at that and so I think that that bleeds into you being a type one because you like being like the the good in people in like in people's lives wow that was a great connection I think you're correct I think that's my listening skills right there that was good <laughs> I think that this is like something that it's like it, it just makes a lot of sense for me because it is like what my best and like worst traits boil down to like this like wanting to be good if that makes sense so like this, this is why like I like I'm obsessed with like doing the right thing even when it's like I don't know because sometimes I can be a problematic because it's like if the right like what I see as the right thing isn't not that it's not the right thing it's just not necessarily always necessary does that make sense uh -huh. so it's like yeah. if I'm like wasting so much energy trying to do the right thing when it's just not even necessary to try to do that right thing because it doesn't even mean that much then yeah I can't get over but I can't get over that sometimes it's also it was a problem I, I think I've grown a lot in this area that I'm about to explain but like oh, in yeah. high school specifically, I just used to be very judgmental, not in a way that manifested in like being like a mean person outright to people's faces necessarily, but I was just internally very judgy because I had like such a, like, I was just so obsessed with like the, like what I thought was right and what I thought was wrong. And so I would judge people when they didn't like meet that standard that was in my mind. And that's something that I think I've grown a lot in is like realizing oh, that like sure. everyone has their own like sense, sense of, of right or wrong yeah. and like not everyone just everyone has their own experience so like I who am I to judge especially when like I'm not always or like most of the time I'm not even right so yeah. who am I to judge anyone else so I think I've yeah. become like a lot a lot less judgmental but I still struggle with that sometimes still and that's also like that's a result of also my faith a little bit because like uh -huh. sometimes I can just like get back I've really like grown in that area a lot to the point where like I just view it fully as like a relationship between like me and God and not like worrying about like the what like, like the Bible says is right or wrong like, yeah like the standards and well I worry about like what the Bible says is right or wrong but it's more like but towards other people like you don't have like you're you were kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. You I would judge. It, I, I would judge. Yeah, other you would people. judge others. Yeah, mm -hmm. based not, off of what the Bible said was right or wrong, and they were not following those standards. Right, and I wouldn't. I it wasn't like I was like going up to people's faces and being like, "You are wrong." Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. internally, I would judge people. But I've like just really realized that it's not. You're. It's just not black and white. Yeah. So, I think I've grown a lot in that area too. I think I so too. I don't think I explained that well. I think you did. I well, it, it probably makes sense to me just because, yeah, well, I think you were little. saying, I think you were saying how, um, you were just saying kind of how, oh, 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 I, I don't know what I was going to say. In, I used to okay, think yeah. about, yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to like think about my faith in terms of just like through like a super, like, um, like, like a lens of like religion and like, like, uh, rules and stuff. And I like uh -huh. really don't view it that way really at all anymore I just view it like fully as like my faith and my relationship with like Jesus so I think that yeah I think that like taking away that like lens of like that like strictness and like the like the rules and like that's like kind of just been set by like culture not really by yeah. 
got it all in my opinion I think that's I think that that's also I think that 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 change in you and like that growth is also why you feel like you're more open-minded now because in that aspect you definitely are yeah but yeah I just really relate to being a type one I'm just like I'm obsessed with being good yeah (laughs) I also think well according to the Enneagram Institute um Kate Middleton is a type one wow that makes me so happy I I remember that and Jimmy Carter (laughs) yeah we love Jimmy Carter and Tina Fey I don't I don't I don't actually know anything really about what Jimmy Carter did as a president but all I know is that he now like wears sweaters and like sits on a peanut farm and that's just like something I aspire to also (laughs) well you wouldn't want to aspire to live on a peanut farm I would to get away from you (laughs) exactly I knew (laughs) I'm just kidding Okay, also I wanted to read, I thought this was interesting too. It said, when moving in their direction of di- of disintegration, like stress, methodical ones suddenly become moody and irrational, like fours. But then when they're moving in the direction of integration or the direction of growth, um, angry, critical ones become more spontaneous and joyful, like healthy sevens. And I thought that was really interesting because specifically the one where like when they're in an area of growth, they become more spontaneous and joyful, like sevens. Because so a seven is the enthusiast, just a, a reminder, yeah. and then a four is the individualist. Yeah, and I think that that makes a lot of sense for me because when I am like healthy and like in a state of like growth and just like happy, like in a, like a happy state, I think I yeah. do become like kind of spontaneous and joyful. Like I'm not a spontaneous person, I wouldn't say, but it's I think it's more like I'm thinking of whenever I'm around. Like I'm the kind of person where like if I'm just left on my own, I won't go do anything like Uh spontaneous and like I won't I won't go out and do anything but like if I'm around people that are social and like will like kind of push me outside my comfort zone and I'm like in a happy place I'll like really Uh enjoy being spontaneous and like find a lot of joy and like going out and doing things with people if that makes sense so I related to that a lot I also think that I'm friends with a lot of sevens not a lot but I think that I have friends that are sevens or I tend to gravitate if I'm like meeting new people Actually, no, I only know a couple of sevens, so I don't know why I said that. Well, I think it's, I think it's, um, part of you, it's easy to be around sevens enthusiasts because they're like spontaneous and they kind of, they can take the reins of social situations. And so you can just kind of like sit back. Like, I think, do you think? That's the introvert in you, I think. Yeah. Do you think, have you ever thought about what Enneagram that you think that you would probably marry or like would be the best? for like a marriage <laughs> I've never thought about that I think about it often and I think it would be Wait. a seven for me because oh really oh yeah, it would like push me I've always thought that I need someone that's like like laid back and like also just kind of spontaneous and like wants to go do things so that I to balance out me who's like kind of uptight in a homebody <laughs> but like who likes to go do things just won't try to seek that out myself like I have to be pushed outside my comfort zone to have a good time I have no idea I have no idea I'm gonna I'm gonna we can I'm gonna analyze this for you after we read yours you also need you need to pull up our compatibility also oh yeah okay let's go you start reading yours okay so I'm a type two the helper so twos are empathetic sincere and warm-hearted they're friendly generous and self-sacrificing self-sacrificing but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. 
They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, unselfish and altruistic, they have unconditional love for others. The um, basic fear is of being unwanted or unworthy of being loved. Basic desire is to feel loved. Um, and I'm a two wing three and that's the host or the hostess. And I feel like that makes sense just because I feel like I'm like a host is someone that is like there to serve others. And I feel like, like me, but I guess there's also the servant. So I don't really know. I don't get the wings, but okay. So either. The, key, the wings don't make any sense to me. Yeah. The wings don't make sense. We'll, we'll come back to that. Okay, key motivations are want to be loved, to express their feelings for others, to be needed and appreciated, to get others to respond to them, to vindicate, to vindicate their claims about themselves, which I don't get what that means. <laughs> but okay honestly I mean like I'm like through and through too like yeah like is it bad though that sometimes like people will say they're twos and I'm just like I feel like we're not the same well okay that this is that's a good point to bring up the because there's only nine like per, types and there's eight billion like almost eight billion people in the world like and supposedly all eight billion people fit into nine types obviously there's going to be like a huge spectrum like yeah within each type I think it's just I I think that like two people can be the same type and it just manifests super differently in their lives yeah I mean like I think that my type like really like takes over like honestly like every aspect of all my relationships with people just because like I feel like my empathy is like honestly the number one characteristic that I bring to the table and I mean like when I was in high school definitely I was like always scared that I wasn't going to be wanted or needed by others. So I think that that really came out in like, um, kind of like my anxieties in relationships, but I mean, like, yeah, like can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. Like that's like probably like my one like unhealthy trait or like my biggest unhealthy trait, because like, it's easy for me to like, not think about myself. And it's easy for like me to get to just like push away my needs in order to serve others mm-hmm. which I, like I really don't mind doing like I really like I really just like love talking to people like about like their problems or like good things anyway like I don't know it's just yeah you know I was just thinking both of us actually have like a problem where people will take advantage of us but like in different ways because like you'll get taken advantage of like in like a relationship sometimes if like because you'll end up just like listening listening and just always like serving to their needs all the time yeah you won't get anything in return for like your own needs yeah whereas for me I'll get taken advantage of because I will like I'm like I want to do like the right thing to the point where people will like yeah it's like you're like a like like a pushover (laughs) yeah like I won't speak up and like say anything if like I feel like yeah because I'm like uh, well, it must be, like, the right thing to, like, try to, yeah, you know, go with this. So, like, I don't know. I don't yeah. have a, I can't think of a specific example, but I'll, I get taken advantage of sometimes, too, but, like, in a different yeah. way. Yeah. No, I think that, honestly, our types are just, we're just, like, so giving, you know? <laughs> For sure. We're just so generous. <laughs> I don't know, but you, you are, like, okay, so as, 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 like, your best friend, like, you, Beatrice is, like, the most giving person, like, just so generous, like, with her time, with, like, just with her like I was gonna say resources I don't know how to put that like in a different way just like I I think I think like like honestly like 
I, I feel like I don't like saying it because I feel like I'm honestly just like bragging about myself but like like You're emotional not, intelligence like I don't know like I feel like I'm very yeah. like I'm very aware of like emotions and other yeah. people's emotions and so since I feel like it's easy for me to give advice when it comes to this is why I think I never really understood because especially in like relationship problems I've like romantic relationships or friendship relationships it's always been easy for me to give advice even though I've never been that in that specific situation and that's I think because of my empathy but also just because I'm really aware of how people are feeling and like what and like why they're feeling certain ways right and you so, you yeah. sorry to interrupt but like you also just always you'll you'll drop anything to help someone so like if I like I could call you at any time and unless you like like truly don't have the time like you'll literally help me with anything like I'll I'll call Beatrice like with like technology like a tech like I'll call her just like to talk as friends all the time but like if I'm calling with like, like with a specific problem she'll just like stop what she's doing and just help me until the problem is solved which like I don't know I don't know that I would always do that like not not in a way of you know what I mean yeah like, no, it's just I know not in mean. my personality to like if I don't have time I'll just be like oh I just don't have time I'm really sorry like I'll talk to you later but like Beatrice will literally stop and help me every single time not just the technology things but like other things yeah yeah <laughs> I I mean I think that I don't know it's really weird I I and I have like a weird like it's something I'm working on just like like the give and take of it all just I mean like I don't know like I have like a weird thing in my mind of, of like the people and like like even if I don't even if others may not think I'm not getting like exactly some like exactly what I'm giving in return like for specific people I honestly don't care but also like I don't know like it's it's weird like sometimes like I'll hit like a wall and I'll be like okay well now what am I really getting out of this right it's weird I don't know yeah no I get that for sure well because you yeah well it's important that you're it's just like people I know like people are giving to you and not just taking 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 yeah it's weird I mean like I don't know like the thing is well one I like I obviously never have a problem just like helping you with anything but it's also like it's the fact that we talk about every like it's like this is like my biggest problem with people it's like it's not when they tell me only like it's not that they tell me all of their problems it's that they only tell me their problems that's like the number one thing and that's like I think since since my basic fear of being unwanted or un, like not needed mm -hmm. I'll like do so much to like give ev like everything to a person until a point where it's like okay well actually I don't really care if like you like if you want me or not but I don't know it's right no I understand that yeah sad <laughs> it just makes me sad for you because I just I don't know sometimes I'll just like see it sometimes and then it just makes me sad yeah it's just weird I think yeah honestly I I think that it boils down to like honestly when I would watch tv when I was younger and they would always have like the best friend trope it's like they would like do everything like growing up and I always kind of wanted that and for me, I guess I always recognized like if someone opens up to you, then that means that they trust you and that they need you. And if they need you, then you're close to them. Mm -hmm. And like that's those were the connections that I had made. And so that's just how like this pattern started. But you know, yeah, 
don't know. But I would like to say too, I think you've grown a lot. Like you, you've grown to be yeah. able to like set boundaries with people and like. Yeah, I like think a two that's like a two of growth rather than like a two of like disintegration. Yeah, yeah, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. So, it, the direction of disintegration, needy two suddenly become aggressive and dominating at eight. <laughs> And which I don't really think I ever really become aggressive and dumb. I don't either. That's an interesting um, one. Yeah. And then the direction of integration is prideful and self-deceptive twos become more self-nurturing and emotionally aware, like healthy fours. I agree with that a lot. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I, 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 I think I just also question myself a lot in that, like, I'm like, oh, am I, like, really being, like, fair? Like, do I actually become aggressive? Like, I don't know. I've never witnessed it, but I also don't think that I would be, like, the... You wouldn't be, like, the receiving end. Yeah, I wouldn't receive, aggression. like, the aggression, so I don't know. Maybe you're aggressive. No. Maybe you're aggressive <laughs> towards people who are doing you wrong. <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah, Beatrice likes to just keep secrets from me, and I don't really appreciate that, but whatever. We don't, we can get into that another day. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to read our compatibility guide. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. First, let's see. I want to see if I have, okay, I'm, like, mad. Like, there's no twos that are, like, famous. Stevie Wonder. That's pretty famous. Um, I mean, like, you got like Kate Middleton though. Oh, I got Eleanor Roosevelt. I'll take that. That's a good one. And Monica Lewinsky. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. She got to take advantage of. Actually, though, she is now like a motivational speaker. Yeah. So good for she Monica. Like, she really, she really turned. She turned. She, she turned, turned her life around to integration. For sure. Yeah, she's becoming yeah. a two of integration. Okay. Um, I'm going to read this little blurb about Enneagram ones and twos. It says, uh, they're complimentary since both offer the other the example of their own qualities. Both types are highly dutiful and are attracted to service roles and occupations. Both may be teachers, ministers, or healthcare workers. Whoa. That's kind of crazy because you- I consider literally- you've heard all of them you have (laughs) also because I've always like kind of seen myself like being a teacher like one day for sure yeah and you not that you're gonna be a healthcare worker but you're gonna be like in the health and like yeah so that's actually kind of funny and then I've actually considered being a nun a teacher a nun and like a doctor (laughs) it's really funny um who work long hours and many and have many responsibilities one and two one ones and twos are often professionals whose work why can't I read? Are often professionals whose work takes them out of the house and requires the focus of their attention to be on the needs of others, not on the relationship itself or even on themselves personally. Okay. People in this kind of relationship are often usually unusually mature and independent. That's right. And able to, <laughs> able to obtain their emotional needs from a variety of people and connections, including their professional ones. That's true for you. I'm unsure about that one for me, but okay. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You know me. Like, I'm, 
having trouble following your reading. This oh, I know, I know. I'll explain it to you after in a different, Beatrice can't listen to people reading to her. That's the, that's why she doesn't hear song lyrics. She just hears. <laughs> I have to read. Okay. I have to read it. Okay. Um, they bring high ideals and strong ethical standards and the desire to serve others to the relationship itself, keeping the relationship strong and in touch with solid values and practical perspectives. Okay. The relationship is built around shared values. Both are on a path of some kind together. Twos bring the nurturing and feelings that ones do not easily allow themselves. <laughs> they help one soften and relax. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm scared. Maybe this is the most correct personality test. This is really scary. On the other hand, ones bring integrity, consci conscientiousness, responsibility, and consistency. I'm scared. They're reading us too well. They are steady, reliable, and truthful. Ones commit strongly which makes the two feel secure and that they won't be abandoned. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Further, twos bring warmth, a concern with people, and a willingness to make exceptions to the rule for the individuals in need. Do That's I do that? Yeah. Yes, because if I'm ever like worried about not doing the right thing, you'll make exceptions. Like you'll explain oh, yeah. why the rules <laughs> yeah. don't matter. Oh my God. Okay, they're aware I'm of scared. I know they are aware of suffering and work hard and generous generously to alleviate it where they can. I would say that's like we that manifests in different ways for us, but that's very true. Yeah, twos, twos are more convivial. In different ways in our love languages, but actually yeah. our love languages are kind weird. Of fun, but you know, convivial, whatever the heck that means, and welcoming. Twos convivial. are more convivial and welcoming them once. Convivial yeah. is like I feel like it's like live like. Let's break down the word. Con is together. Vivid life. Okay, listen. You're speaking to an English major over here, so I'm a little offended by the convention, <laughs> but that's cool. Okay. <laughs> it says, twos are more convivial and welcoming than ones and can warm up the ones more typically reserved exterior, which most ones are glad to have happen. <laughs> oh my that's actually real, too, because I am... Like I'm really reserved on the yeah. outside, but then once I once I warm up to people, I'm like really happy to like let yeah. everyone in, and I'm very open. That's actually really funny. Oh, should we? Okay, so that was very just true all around. Should we read about yeah. the potential trouble spots or issues? Should we? I think we should. <laughs> I'm gonna read just the one paragraph. Okay. Uh, for as concerned about is this like interesting to other people? I think it is. I think it's. I think it is. Okay. I think it'll be funny for them because they'll learn more about us. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For as concerned about the needs of others as ones and twos are, ironically, they tend not to be very aware of their own needs or able to express them easily. <laughs> ones, ones feel that life is serious business and that work must always come before play. The lower, oh my God. Even lower, in DC? I sound so cool. Not here. I'm just up till midnight every night, living it up. Living it up means like taking a long walk, not like. Yeah, yeah. Things. Okay. Let's, let's ones, be real, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like walked to get cookies the other night, <laughs> which was very exciting. Okay, yeah. ones feel that life is serious business, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the lower impulses of the self must be held tightly in check. Okay, twos feel that they must take care of everyone else's needs before they are allowed to have needs themselves. Life is about serving <laughs> others and making themselves useful to, okay, so that others will need them and want them in their lives. Both ones and twos therefore find it difficult to talk about what they're actually feeling, which is actually what is actually going on in the relationship and what they actually want. In this kind of relationship, there are often ulterior motives and uh, unstated agendas, 
with no, one able, with no one able to admit that they are not getting what they want, much less that they might not be happy or fulfilled. For both, getting what they want feels selfish and forbidden. Ones can begin to feel disappointed by the two's tendency to give so much of themselves to others and to be so unregulated regarding time and attention. Twos can seem to ones to be everywhere everywhere else serving on yet another committee or charitable group, but in the home or at the job fulfilling their primary responsibilities. Okay. Wait, okay, this doesn't apply to us because we still spend so much time together on the phone, I feel like. Yeah, and we also, I don't feel as though we have like a guard up in terms, like we're pretty open about I think, how we're well, I, th I, I think we've, I think we've like grown in that. Yeah, because I think that th this is like if, if you were to run into problems, which I think like we're in a healthy friendship, so it's fine. Yeah. But, like, if, if it were to be a problem, I, I could see how this could be an issue. I think we're just at like, yeah. a point where I can't un like imagine it because we're so open. Yeah. Like we're pretty communicative if like one's feeling a certain way we're yeah. like expressing yeah. the issue. I think well, I think that sometimes there's like so much stress, but you know, it's just like, you know. Sometimes what? Like if there's like an issue, there's like it's like I well, I'm always scared of confrontation. I mean, not yeah. that I have to confront you, you know. No, I feel that. Like if it, it, I understand what you mean though. Like if I if I if something that you were doing was bothering me, I'd still be a little bit nervous. But I think I don't know. If like when I tell you my dreams. Okay. Okay. Well, I honestly, no, I would happily say that. <laughs> and I did. Except you didn't. Except you didn't. I didn't for a long time. No, you're right. You're right. Actually. But then when I said it, I wasn't like stressed to tell you. I was just like, oh, yeah. you just not know or what? But no, I, think I, I think, honestly, wait, no, the thing is with Corona, I think we've just gotten a lot more comfortable with each other in the last year than we ever had no, for before. Sure. Well, we've just been having a lot more like meaningful deep conversations i think and also just useless conversations no literally we just talked about <laughs> so much stuff also i think that well i was just gonna say I, if i had to like bring up like an issue to you i think that it would i don't know if it would like i don't know if it's my personality type or like the way that we are in terms of our enneagram compatibility that stresses me it's more just like i just like love and respect you as a person so i yeah. just need to like hurt your feelings in any way yeah no i think we're i think it's like we're worried of like hurting the other one's feelings with our issues but it's like like I don't know but it's interesting too because I we're both or at least I feel this way and I feel as though you do too we're both super open to like receiving like if you were ever to tell me an issue I'm like oh yeah I mean, I'm so sorry of and course. like we're, yeah we're like both we're also both like so apologetic so it's, yeah we're, yeah we're like I'm like, so sorry yeah. I love you so much I'll never yeah. do it again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like regardless of if i understand like what the problem is yeah. I'm like, oh literally it will never yeah. my mouth will never utter those words ever again except, except i'm kind of bad in that in, in terms of like three different jokes but yeah but that's different i'm not actually offended by those jokes yeah, yeah. okay the jokes aren't like problematic things by the way they're just topics that one thinks Basically, she just makes jokes from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which is the stupidest movie of all time and should 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 be abolished. No don't one should be allowed me. to watch. Don't come by my house. We're done. I hate it. You know, said friend, which does not like Taylor Swift, they thought that that's the funniest line ever. So I feel like I think it, it just shows how we're shows, yeah. actual opposites. <laughs> Oh goodness, which actually is another, you know, another interesting thing is that you're, I feel as though every friend that you have that's not me is the opposite of me. 
I okay this is also an issue I feel like I feel like as being a two it kind of manifested in like connecting with multiple people which sometimes I worry that it makes me come off as ingenuine but that's another for another day um but um I feel like honestly I'm able to just be friends with so many different types of people and it makes me nervous for my wedding because oh. it's oh, yeah. all people that I would want to like invite but yeah. then like well, well what will I talk about but you know yeah. that's also for like way in the future so no it is interesting Beatrice can get along with a lot of different types of people whereas I struggle with that but also I've become I think better you're I think you're you, you are more open-minded no I am open-minded and I can get along but I think I tend to like I think you gravitate towards just like specific types of people yeah I was gonna say like a lot of my friends I think would get along with each other because I gravitate towards like people I, I have like a consistent personality type yeah. that I tend to gravitate towards I agree okay question though do you have an idea of like who do you think would like my like what the personality of my husband would be or like what oh, she would be I'm trying to think I think I don't know be, I think I that like you would actually any. no it could be any I actually think you would also do well with the seven but I also think you would do wait I think you might do I, I don't want to say an eight because my friend Maddie and I always are talking about how eights are the worst kinds of people <laughs> well no I'm scared of eights no offense to the eights out there but no I was scared no because my strut my when I'm disintegrating I gravitate towards an eight I don't like that I don't like oh yeah no dominating type. I think oh no you know, I don't the like the, the loyalist the, this number six is yours number the six. loyalist yes yeah actually because I agree the, you need someone who makes you feel safe and secure and who won't yeah you and that's a loyalist the loyalist right there okay any sixes out there you know, where to, <laughs> you know where to find me any sevens <laughs> oh um, wait no but I think it's funny how I'm a two and I you think it'd be a seven or a six and you're a one and you'd be a seven it's like kind of close it is it's like a hug yeah <laughs> physical touch <laughs> I I'm becoming more I'm receptive open-minded I'm receptive to some physical touch but not much it's like just a good rule of thumb is please don't touch me but also, if you're my friend and you want to give me a hug, I'd be more than happy to give you a hug, which is a lot of growth. I used to hate when my friends hugged me. Oh, yeah. I used to tell them, don't hug me. Yeah. So I think I'm growing as a person, really. That's that's our conclusion. Oh, I think I we've been really talking for action have, forever. Do we have time to do the headlines, though? I literally don't even think we do, but let's just do them anyway. Okay. What? Okay. These are just, these are headlines. Okay, we might cut the the Megan. There are like more Megan ones, and one of them is like, wait, actually, like jaw dropping. But okay, so this is an this is um, a headline from Friday. Angelina Jolie and Ellen Pompeo grab dinner together. Their daughters are good friends. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't, Why is that a headline? Ellen Pompeo is uh, Meredith Grey from Grey's Anatomy, and Angelina Jolie is Angelina Jolie. If you don't know her, then I'm sorry. <laughs> why wait were you did you think this was like uh like a jaw dropper or what that doesn't really i, I think no i think that. i was just i was just like whoa they're friends like oh. kind of like oh i think i think yeah. just i don't i didn't connect like in like terms of like hollywood celebrities that i did not imagine that they would be in a circle that like that's true that like crossed that's a good or, like, connected yeah, for some reason that just sounds like pretty normal to me. I don't know why. I think it might just be because I'm tired, but also that's exciting, I guess. 
Okay, okay, and so then the, uh, yeah, I know, I'm, just, I'm trying to reach the other ones. The worst reaction. Okay, guys, today, since we're recording on Sunday, um, it's the airing of the Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry interview with Oprah. It's like the tell-all. It's very exciting. It's, it's exciting, but also nerve-wracking just because we, uh, it's hard because we kind of, well, Lauren especially loves the royal family, and Kate Middleton especially, and I love, I like really like Royal Family. I'm like, I'll watch The Crown. But at the same time, I love Meghan Markle because I watch Suits. So then just like the conflict between there is really stressful for me to like pick a side or whatever. But, um, but so one of the headlines, so apparently there was a, a rumor that Meghan Markle made Kate, Kil- Kate Middleton cry, <laughs> Kate Kilton, um, like around Meghan's wedding. And they was like part of like the feud between um, Kate and Harry Meghan. and William. No, between Kate and Megan. Oh, oh. But apparently, it was actually Kate that made Megan cry. Okay, well, of course, Megan would say that. No, I know. No, I no, I know. Trust. No, see, I know, I know, I know. But the thing is, apparently, like Kate, like apologized and sent Megan flowers. So they're good now. Oh, it was well, just—it's just Megan clearing the air. Okay. That, do you know what this? Do you know what that told me? Kate Middleton I, continues to be a woman of beauty and grace, sending flowers to right her potential wrongs, of which there are none. No, but there was a wrong if she was acknowledging it. And maybe I, she was just trying to be to take the upper. No, I don't think so. I, I don't I, think. Oh, I think there was a misunderstanding. No, I. Well, I understand <laughs> how you might feel that way, but you're incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I just, I feel bad for Megan because I mean, like if Kate had acknowledged and said her flowers, then the press was really just like twisting it in a way that really made Megan seem like the villain. And I just, I don't know, like I, I really, I, there are some things where I do, I, I'm like, Megan, I'm confused because if you're claiming that you want to be out of the spotlight, but then you're still having this tell all, like I'm a little confused, but like, so there are, it's not that I'm, I don't think that Megan is at no, like has done no fault. That's even the right phrase. It's um, not, but it's okay. What is it? Has no fault? Just do, has done no wrong. Has done no wrong. What's the one with fault? Is not at fault. At, is not at fault. Yes. Um, it's not that I don't believe that Megan is in the wrong. In the wrong, yeah. Um it's I just feel bad and I it's it's my love from suits that's really just like I understand. I think I think I'm gonna have to watch this to like really understand. I need to see. I'm scared. I'm actually scared that I'm scared that you're gonna not like Megan. It's okay. It's probably sad. I'm gonna really try to like her. Promise. I promise. (laughs) It would mean a lot to me. Okay. (laughs) Um, but the other headline that came from it is that. Uh, okay. Wait, I'll tell you. The sex of the baby was revealed. Oh, wait, I'm gonna guess. I guess Archie has a brother. You are incorrect. No way. The second child is a girl and their second family is complete. Or wow. their family is complete. Two is it, is what they said. Oh, wow. That's gonna be awkward whenever they have a third. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, see, that's how it feels when you don't laugh at my jokes. 
it wasn't a joke is what I'm saying. Um, All right, this is another, we have to bring this up now. Beatrice is, has been upset recently because apparently I don't laugh at her jokes enough. And it's like, maybe you should just be funnier. <laughs> okay, but no, kidding, at the I'm same kidding, time, you admitted that you feel bad. Okay, but the thing is, I don't want Lauren to feel bad for not laughing. It's just that I recognize that if whenever Lauren says anything remotely funny, it's just part of my personality, I think, to laugh. And I think that it's honestly a form of affirmation. It is. I, I'm really, I feel bad that I don't do so, for you. Because so it, then, it makes, when, when Beatrice, when anyone laughs at me, it really makes me feel good about myself. Like, I just like when people think I'm funny because deep down, I understand that I'm not that funny. So like, it makes me Honestly, happy. I disagree. Like, I think that you're one of the funniest, like, you're oh, like, thank you so tender. much. Thanks. I just think I'm not like traditionally like that funny. So like, I think that when people laugh at me, it makes me feel good. I, yeah, I'm just like, you know, cool and quirky, just cool and chill. <laughs> But, but when people, sorry, I thought that I saw um, a small mouse. Wait, but when people. Just bringing it back to the block of cheese. <laughs> Full circle moment. Cheese. A, a wheel of cheese. Cheese wheel. Yeah. Full mouse. Um, Full wheel moment. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to really try harder to laugh at you because I feel bad that I'm not affirming you. Not laugh at me, guys. It's laugh with me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Laugh at my jokes. I say that's funny. I just don't laugh all the time because sometimes I just like don't understand. And if you if you're a fellow comedian out there, like you just know it's not the same. Like, oh, that's funny. No, or but I understand. Fellow, or like the lowercase ha 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 versus the the all caps ha ha, which I don't really care about that. But when you, but I, <laughs> which actually you can cut that out because it's going to demented no 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 I want to hear what your reasoning is because I understand because I feel like I give you more all caps ha ha ha's versus you do. give me you do it makes I don't me feel think, less funny no I understand but I want I want you to know when I think a joke is really funny because if I yeah, always give you the, all caps ha ha's then then you think every single thing you say is the funniest thing that I've well ever that's seen. how you feel isn't it is that how you feel then Oh, I can tell when sometimes you laugh longer and sometimes you give me like a ha 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 and sometimes you give me a ha 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 No, in text form, in all caps. Okay, I'll try real, I'll try harder to, to laugh at you harder. <laughs> Guys, I would like to note that really like the, like the only recent like all caps ha 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 Lauren has given me is to a, a joke about Taylor, like a Taylor Swift lyric, like basically a pun about a Taylor Swift lyric. So like, that's the secret in case you were wondering. So. Like, okay, I am sorry. I'm gonna try harder. It's just not gonna feel the same. Okay, well, I don't okay. know what to tell you. I'll just, I'll just be happy um, with my own um, comedic genius so that you're really funny I I think you're funny I I'm gonna I, I'm gonna try harder to make you understand that I think you're funny <sighs> okay I, should we end it there I mean it's been like a really long no this is gonna be a long episode <laughs> for those of you who I said this in the, the episode we're cutting but I would like to say it here to those of you who have listened all the way to the end to those of you who listen every week I know you're mainly our friends, but it just, it make it's really happy because it's like, it takes, a, it's like a lot of time you're taking out of your week to like support something that we're doing. So I just really appreciate it. 
And I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> well, that was really moving. I don't know why that made me think of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But um, anyway, <laughs> um, um, whatchamacallit. At first I thought you were kind of, I, I know you said that before, but I don't know why you were saying like, um, you really like are taking time out of your week. I thought you were referring to like us recording the podcast. Oh, I mean, thank you for taking time out of your week, Beatrice, but that was not what I was saying. <laughs> no, I meant like, and I was going to say like, we talk all the time anyway. Like we're really not doing like more work here. Yeah, no, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Anyways. But we appreciate um, every single one of you. We do. Also, listen to I Was in Heaven by Chelsea Cutler. Your life will be changed forever. Okay. Have a good week, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Catch you on the next one. Shotguns. Shotguns. Goodbye. Bye.